Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 78. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. So we have got another fantastic guest for you on the show, Dr. Phil Carson. Dr. Phil Carson knows how to help people get the most out of their life by working together with them to uncover the root causes of their health issues. Patients come to him with problems and leave with renewed hope that they can be healthy again. A practicing pharmacist in the Southeast since 1985, he has not only consistently improved many patients' quality of life, but also literally saved a few of them as well. Hi, Phil. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff. Uh, thank you so much for having me on your show again. I really appreciate it. It uh, is an honor ab- to be with you today. It is an absolute pleasure, an absolute pleasure. So, Phil, could you give us a little bit of a background about your journey and what's brought you here to this point today? All right. Well, uh, I was traditionally trained as a pharmacist, uh, graduated from pharmacy school way back in 1985. And uh, straight out of pharmacy school, went to work for a big chain operation. Um, two years, well, one year in, rather, uh, the manager of that store left and it made me the manager. So here I am, a, a young, fresh pharmacist. One year out of pharmacy school, I made the manager of this big store. Uh, and uh, I learned what stress was all about. I thought pharmacy school was stressful, but I uh, found out that uh, it was not near as stressful as being a manager of a big store and having to deal with um, employees, having to deal with tons of paperwork uh, to be sent into the office. It was the stress was literally killing me. And um, I became ill um, uh, and was taking several medications um, and drinking bottles of antacid every day to try to relieve the severe gastritis issues that I was suffering from, from all the, the stress and the poor eating habits. I gained a lot of weight. Just my, my health was going down the hill. And here I am, a 20-something-year-old guy and, uh, uh, and suffering. <clears throat> and I knew you know, this was not right. So I was in a bookstore one day and saw a book about natural medicine, picked it up, started looking through it, and I said, this sounds very interesting. I'm going to see if maybe there's an answer for me in here. Uh, took it home, found the cure for my problem in a natural medicine book. And um, so that sparked my interest in natural medicine. I started learning and studying everything I could about natural medicine since I wasn't taught anything about it in pharmacy school <clears throat> and started applying these things to my own life started recommending them to patients, uh, saw some tremendous things begin to happen. And, and that's, uh, kind of what's brought me, uh, to today where I am what's called a health, uh, a, a holistic health architect where I develop, um, natural healthy living plans for people, uh, and to help people change their lives, to help people restore their health, to help people stay on a healthy path. If they're already on one, uh, those kind of things. So I do a lot of coaching, consulting. Uh, I work um, online. I have an online business and also work in um, a clinic uh, locally here where I live in, in North Mississippi and uh, wow. enjoying what I do. Wow. Okay. There is, there is three things that um, 
that really came out on that on that introduction that how if if that I would like to sort of um discuss and break down one of them yeah. um is the it's amazing um well let's go for the the big one straight away the effects of stress on us because yeah. um I too have gone through a serious debilitating condition that one of the the triggers was stress and certainly the exacerbator of it was stress mm-hmm. and I see time and time again the um the disregard or the um or the lack of attention that people pay uh, the di- disregard the importance of paying attention to stress in their lives yeah. because they they see it as well stress is part of owning a business or you know and, and I think there's there's an important understanding that there's a certain amount of stress that is natural but then there's that other part of stress which too many people seem to spend too much time in and mm-hmm. I would love to, to to sort of um find your views on that and 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 see what you think about that one oh yeah absolutely well it's interesting in in coaching people and counseling with people uh, uh on a regular basis that are looking for answers to their health issues is when I begin to talk with them about stress often they say well no, I don't. I don't have any stress. I'm, I'm. I'm not having any problems with stress. And then I start asking them all kinds of questions, and they start providing the answers. And then I look at them and say, "And you're telling me you're not stressed?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and they don't even realize it. There, it's 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 obvious to me. It's obvious to the people that they live with. Uh, I'm sure as well. Uh, but they don't even recognize they're stressed. And that just, that puzzles me, blow, <laughs> blows my mind, actually, that somebody can be as stressed as some people are and they don't even acknowledge it. Uh, and so that is a problem. So they've got to acknowledge it first that, hey, yeah, it is it is a problem. I, I just am not dealing with it right. And that's what I tell people. You, you've got to learn to manage the stress and stop letting it manage you. And that's what so many people are doing is controlling their lives and they don't even realize it. Yeah. And it's that, it's that thing, isn't it? Where there's two sides. I, unfortunately, especially in the early days of me starting on this journey is I was working with them when they had passed the breaking point. So it was, it was stopping them from working. And I personally lost six years of my life to it. I couldn't work. I didn't function really very much as a human being, didn't really pay any attention to my um, the kids or my wife. Um, and I think because of that, I obviously take that extremely seriously and I take great due care and attention to what is going on with me. But it also gives me the foresight to go, do you know what, when I talk about it, please listen, because I don't want people to go through that. Yeah, and then I think the other problem is, is I think it's a bit like that thing where you know, for um, and for those animal lovers out there, please don't take this too seriously. But when there's a when there's a frog in the pan, and it's the the water is slowly boiled up, it doesn't really do anything. But when it's thrown in the pan straight away, it jumps straight out. And yeah. I think it's it's that it's that cumulative stress that's just constantly put on, put on, put on. And because maybe because they're not aware, because then you know they don't have that um, mindfulness training or whatever it is, that they don't really pay attention to what is going on. Unfortunately, until 
it's too late and either their health is affected or relationships are affected or careers are affected. And then all of a sudden, if we're lucky, they may go, okay, we might do something about this now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does get to that point uh, in a lot of people's lives. And, and I encounter people like that. And I've had people in, uh, you know, that I've worked with in that situation uh, where it's, uh, it's gotten out of control and, and it's destroying their health. It's destroying their lives. And uh, a lot of people end up with what's known as adrenal exhaustion or adrenal fatigue. Um, and they, they basically have hit a wall and they, they can't go any further. Uh, they end up flat on their back or they end up, uh, you know, so severely, uh, stressed and debilitated that they're not able to function and do things that they have been used to, to doing, but it, it's, you're right. It, it's a progression. Uh, it, it slowly comes on and they just don't recognize it. And a lot of times people too, Jeff are going to doctors, they're going seeking out treatment, but they're being misdiagnosed. They're being prescribed antidepressants. They're being dis- uh, prescribed anti-anxiety medications when that's not what they need. Uh, they need to, uh, correct the stress issues or manage the stress issues and fix or correct the adrenal dysfunction that they're suffering from. And unfortunately, there's not enough doctors that are addressing that or even will recognize it as a real as a real problem. But the people who've experienced it and who have finally gotten that correct diagnosis, they'll tell you right off, it's a real problem and it needs to be and it needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'd like to come back to that bit because obviously that is something that I see a lot. Um, knowing that I've gone through that myself, so I I know that sort of experience, and I'd, I I want to come back to that before we go into the second part of the show. The other one is um, you talked about going into the natural medicine, and one of the things that has astounded me is one the it's a breath of fresh air how much that is really starting to come to the surface now. And how how much that is, people are starting to pay a little bit more attention of of the power of, you know, that's the the medicine that's been around here for a heck of a lot longer than Prozac, and those sort yes. of things, um, and the and the power that we have in nature and those sort of th- and and the and and that sort of thing, what what sort of hooked you into that? I know obviously it helped you, but what sort of thing? Why did you all of a sudden go? Yeah, okay. I'm. This is what I'm sticking to. Because obviously, as a farm, as a pharmacist, mm-hmm. you've obviously you've obviously been taken down that that pharma route. Yes, and yes, yes. it must have been a big shock all of a sudden to go. Actually, that's not the solution. The mm-hmm. solution is this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was a <clears throat> it was a progressive thing, uh, and I. Um, you know, like I said, I started out finding my own uh, solution mm. uh, in natural therapies and natural uh, products to my uh, suffering and my problem that I was dealing with. And, um, you know, I started taking these courses. I started going in and getting certified in all kinds of natural therapies. And uh, when I would tell patients about these things and they would go and apply them to their lives or they would take certain supplements that I would recommend 
to help you know correct an, an ailment or a deficiency or, or, or whatever. And you mentioned Prozac, and I've told people a lot of times, you know, you're not suffering from a Prozac deficiency. No. <laughs> You've got some nutritional deficiencies, but you yeah. don't have a Prozac deficiency. No. And, and un, unfortunately, that's not being – addressed and not being looked at no. uh, the the deficiencies that people nutritional deficiencies that people are dealing with mm. but as i begin to apply these things i learned and share them with people and i begin to see them have results mm. and and you know I, i've told people this before it's very uh, uh very interesting that i don't recall in all my years of pharmacy 30 years of um <clears throat> ever having somebody walk into the store and come up to the counter and say, hey, I want to thank you for dispensing that medication to me that gave me all these side effects. Yes. Uh, but I've had numerous people come up and say, thank you for telling me about that herbal product or about that nutritional supplement yeah. that changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Because I, I remember when I was going I was going through my chronic fatigue and um, I remember sitting with the doctor and the doctor went um, – you know, okay, we're going to give you X. And I went, well, is it going to work? And I went, I don't know. And I remember going to the Jeep, my, my doctor, and going, look, sertraline, um, I, I remember this is this said that, that it's had some success. And it was, well, okay, we'll try it. And it was, mm-hmm. and I went, and they went, look, we we don't, we literally look at the medication. We look at what symptoms we've got. We will go, okay, this 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 will sort these symptoms out. But if it doesn't work, we just move to the next medicine. And right. and that is the thing that always got me. And once that was said, I moved to the natural the natural way of doing it. And it wasn't just the, the nutrition. It was the mental way, and it was the mindset way, and it was the body, mm-hmm. spirit, and soul way. That's and, right. And I have seen more um, more people, and, it, it you know, it, it's – it's very controversial when you start talking to this with people who are real and they're, they're stuck in that sort of thing, and, and I understand that. But, you know, I've seen more people do uh, get more consistent benefit from doing that sort of stuff than I have in my own personal experience, and that's all I can speak from, than going yeah. down the medical route, with especially without the ridiculous side effects. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the that's the crazy thing, and yet we still get thrown down, as you say, We'll give you an antidepressant or an antispasmodic because it's got this bit that will sort out this bit, but the actual side effects are ridiculous. So we'll give we'll give you an, an, an you know an anti migraine tablet, but actually what it can cause is migraines. And it's like, yeah. okay, <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> but you know, it is a strange thing, isn't it? It is. It is, and. Uh... You know, but that's that's uh, the traditional medical model, uh, and what most people are, are used to. And a lot of people don't know that there's anything different, or there's anything better out there, or they've been told that these natural things are taboo, or they're or some people call it voodoo medicine, or they call it witch doctors, or whatever. They come up with all these names for it, these derogatory names for it. Uh, to scare people away from it uh, a lot of times and and uh, people don't uh, uh, trust it because there's been a lot of things happen out there of course to uh, create distrust uh, but you know so has there been in traditional medicine uh, and especially of, of late 
that uh, that that's happening. And I think that's one of the things too that's driving more people now to the natural side of things uh, is a lot of the distrust out there of traditional medicine, a lot of the distrust of big pharma, especially. Yeah. Yes. And and the things that they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So if we can jump back to the adrenaline fatigue, yeah. are there are there certain are there a couple of tips or a couple of strategies that you could give our listeners? Because some of them out there, I'm pretty confident they could be going through it right now. Maybe some of them haven't even a clue they're going through it right now. Mm -hmm. But are there any strategies or tips that you can give them that could help them start repairing that in order to um, start benefiting their body as well? Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, th there are quite a few nutrients out there, nutritional products, uh, supplements uh, that can help the body uh, in combating the effects of stress. You know, we, we can't uh, hardly get away from stress. Uh, as long as we're living in this stressful world that we live in, we're going to have to deal with stress in some way or the other. Some people have more to deal with than others do, depending on their life situation. But we all have <clears throat> stresses that we've got to deal with. And depending on the level of stress, the volume of stress uh, that a person has to deal with, uh, you know, there are nutritional products out there that can make a big, big difference. Uh, and, and sometimes just basic vitamin and mineral support uh, makes a huge, huge difference. Vitamin C is a great one. Uh, the mineral magnesium uh, is another one. Your B complex, all your B vitamins. These are uh, nutrients that the adrenal glands need to function properly. And when we're under heavy stress, we're depleting our body of those nutrients that are needed for adrenal uh, function. So sometimes just taking a good high quality, and I stress that high quality supplement uh, can make all the difference in the world. Because it's, when it comes to supplements, there's a lot of junk on the market. So I tell people to get the higher quality, get the food source, food-based nutrients if they poss possibly can. And so uh, that's one tip right there is just make sure your body's getting the right nutrients. Because, you know, another thing with stress, a lot of times we're you know, stressful issues. We tend to be driven to eat things we shouldn't be eating. And we have cravings for things uh, too. And those cravings a lot of times are created by those deficiencies. So – uh, people who are dealing with a lot of stress usually have that poor eating habits as well. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, uh, correctly or, you know, having a good, natural, healthy diet where you're eating as much raw foods as possible, eating um, uh, as much fruits and vegetables as possible uh, can make a big difference there uh, oh. as well okay. and go a, a long, long way. Okay. Is, is there any specific... Um because something that keeps coming up, and and I know I I you know for transparency I do suffer from an extremely sweet tooth. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything that can curb the craving for sugar? Is there any specific minerals that can manage that? Uh, as far as uh, sugar cravings, yes, uh, there uh, there is one because this particular mineral helps balance your blood sugar, your body's blood sugar better, and control your your blood sugar so you're not having as much of a problem with sugar swings, so to speak, or sugar or sugar spikes, um, and, uh, and, and then your sugar bottoms out. Uh, it creates a condition called hypoglycemia, something that, that I've dealt with. And, and people who are under a lot of stress, 
seem to have more of a problem with this uh, in, in balancing the blood sugar because of the effects of that stress on, on the blood sugar and on insulin production in, in the body and how insulin works in the body. And that mineral is chromium. Chromium picolinate is the most popular brand that people use, but there's others like chromium nicotinate. Uh, and uh, there's another one, uh, isohexanate. There, there are several different varieties of chromium, and each of them, one's supposed to be a little better absorbed than the other, they say. But uh, chromium picolinate is the one that's most readily available to people out there. And taken uh, at mealtime uh, can help. Uh, because it helps balance the blood sugar. That's that's the main issue with those cravings, Jeff. Uh, is is we have those cravings when our blood sugar bottoms out and gets yeah. too low. And it's like you say, if it's not balanced, because I know if I'm really busy, um, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not structured on my meals. So I run, yep. you know, I'll yep. I'll I'll quickly grab something just quick, and it's yep. you know I know for a fact it's not it's not a salad. It's something stodgy and carbohydratey that I can quickly consume. While I'm while I'm working, and I know when I'm doing it, but I also know that all of a sudden my sweet tooth just completely goes yeah. goes off it. But it's yeah. it's that thing that often it's quite a common thing, especially when I'm speaking to the sort of the audiences um, of the show, which are sort of like the the entrepreneurs and stuff. They do have that sort of busy schedule, and a lot of them yeah. have talked about that. So brilliant! That thank you for that. Um, yeah. Brill. Okay, so what we are going to do now is we are going to jump to the second part of the show. So this is where I get an opportunity to put you on the hot seat, so to speak, and right. um, ask you a set of questions. So are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> okay, sir. Okay, the first question is, how much time a week do you spend on self-development? Uh, self-development, I would say I spend probably... Hmm, 15 to 20 hours a week on self-development. Um, I work out every day. I have a quiet time every day. I try to, uh, you know, read and do research every day. Uh, so I, I'm doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question number two is what is your favorite personal development book and why? Um, probably I would have to say currently right now, uh, the book, uh, essentialism, uh, I was just talking about it earlier this week. Uh, it's a book that uh, I was talking about having needing to reread again, and uh, so uh, I'm looking at uh, beginning to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fantastic book as well, and it, it's like all of these books. They they it, it's they're so simple, but yet we yeah. don't do them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Question number three is: What is your favorite app? Uh, my favorite app would have to be Evernote. Um, I use Evernote a lot for uh, storing uh, research, uh, you know, making notes uh, in there that I store that uh, they're easy to find, easily accessible. It's a great tool. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Question number four is what's your biggest business mistake and what did it teach you? Uh, my business, business mistake uh, is being uh, trying to be. Uh, Superman, trying to do it all myself and not allowing other people to help me, not being a good delegator and delegating things that I could do, but I didn't do my best at, that somebody else could do better. Okay, okay. Question number five is, what are your challenges in harmonizing work and life, and how do you manage them? Um, um, 
uh, my challenges there are being a workaholic, uh, okay. trying, uh, <laughs> working too much, okay. uh, too many hours, cutting it off when I need to cut it off. And, okay. and that's, that's my biggest challenge there. And, uh, my wife helps me manage that. I, I'm not good at managing that myself, but she, she stays on me about that. Yeah. There are many guests that say that about their wives. <laughs> there, there really is. Yeah. My wife yeah. is no different. Yeah. Is, they are very, very, very good at telling us when we're working too hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Question number six, what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out? Um, I would, uh, I would say, uh, what I was talking about, uh, a moment ago, the, the power and the importance, uh, of delegation, uh, don't have that attitude that, Hey, I can do this. I don't need any help or I can do it better uh, than somebody, uh, somebody else. You, you've, uh, when you're starting out, uh, yeah, you, there's certain things you, you're going to want to do yourself, but you've got to learn to delegate. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 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 as soon as you learn to let go and not micromanage once you've let go. Yeah. And then once you let go, you can put your attention onto the things that you're good at. Exactly. And let someone else do the things that they're good at. Yeah. And then that gives it makes makes life so much sweeter. It does. <laughs> okay, question number 7 is what is your definition of success? Uh, my definition of, of success is, uh, is making a difference, um, <clears throat> making a difference in somebody else's, uh, life. When I've done that, uh, and I've seen other people's life, uh, lives change, other people feeling that they've got hope, then I know that to me, that's being successful. That's brilliant. Okay. Question number eight is, do you have any morning routines that helps you get prepped for the day ahead? Oh yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, I get up and work out uh, most mornings, uh, and then I have uh, uh, that time to myself, uh, time uh, where I uh, reflect, pray, meditate, read, um, uh, those kind of things, and I ease into my day uh, instead of uh, getting up, barely getting up in time and rushing around and, and trying to get ready and uh, and, and rushing into the day, I ease into the day, and and it makes a tremendous difference because I used to do the opposite of what I do now. Mm. So, with, with with your meditating, did is that something that you introduced when you were affected by your condition, and then you did it, or did you introduce that later on? Yeah, I, I introduced uh, that uh, that later on. Right. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. And it it helps tremendously. Uh, with the stress and it makes your day much less stressful as yeah. well when yeah. you prepare your your mind your spirit uh your body for the for the day yeah brilliant okay so the last question is the life lesson question this is a basically you pick a number between one and 50 whatever number it lands on it is based on a life lesson that i have kind of like picked up through my years of illness and starting my own business um it starts a conversational point it's okay for you to disagree with it because obviously it's a conversational point so pick a number between one and 50 phil all right i got it now i need to tell you the number you're going to keep it in my head <laughs> <laughs> now that would <laughs> now i good. would be good i would be very good <laughs> uh, you're not a magician are you? no not that good yet not that good yet <laughs> number seven number seven Okay, so number seven is about challenging your beliefs every day. Um, and that really stems from really about from when I was ill. And it was about 
part of it was about I need to be not necessarily working harder than everyone else, but it was that belief that I need to be the last one in, the last one out. I need to be, I need to be always the one that needs to be, um, you know, I need to challenge my about beliefs about my own intelligence because I left school at 16. So I didn't think I was very intelligent. You know, those things that those beliefs that are actually either causing you to that aren't beneficial, that are either holding you back or limiting, you need to look at and challenging them at a, at a every day. Now, of course, you know, to be first in and last out, that might be a good business ethic in some ways. But it, there's a point where that becomes not beneficial. And it's having that foresight and that attention and that awareness to be able to go, okay, actually, it's not it's it's not beneficial anymore. I've got to manage, I've got to look at these beliefs and manage them in order to benefit me and not hinder my progress. And I wondered what you thought. Yeah, yeah, well, I, uh, I agree with you. You know, we do need to challenge our beliefs uh, on a regular basis because so, sometimes it's, uh, it's those beliefs that are to our detriment uh, and keep us from being able to, uh, move forward, keeping us um, being able to do things and accomplish things that um, uh, that we, uh, I believe, we're equipped and and designed to uh, accomplish a lot of times. But it's our beliefs uh, sometimes that hold us back and keep us from uh, being able uh, to do those things. And uh, it's it's kind of interesting uh, that that's uh, uh, that's uh, number seven I, I picked. Uh, uh, deals with that is because uh, there's something I was uh, thinking of a moment ago when we were talking about stress that uh, I recently saw and I've shared this with several people is a TEDx talk uh, by um, <clears throat> psychologist uh, Kelly McGonigal and Kelly in this uh, talk talks about how her belief of stress uh, about stress her beliefs about stress were challenged by a recent study uh, that showed that uh, stress itself is not as bad for you as what you believe about stress. What your beliefs and your attitude towards stress is much more harmful to you than the stress itself actually is. And uh, I thought that was uh, a very interesting. She gave a very, a very uh, insightful, informative uh, TEDx talk uh, on that subject. And um uh, I think the title of it is uh, How to Make Stress Your Friend. It talks about the hormone release and things that we can do when we are dealing with stress that can help our body release helpful hormones uh, as opposed to the harmful ones that are released when we're not managing stress like we should. Wow. And the other thing is with, with beliefs is sometimes they're not yours. They're, they've been passed on from exactly. generations and generations. So yeah. there's there's a lot of you know the the way that we look at look at our lives today are actually coming from three four generations back yeah. and we and actually the way i look at it is it's my mission to check on my beliefs because i'm passing them on to my children yeah so i don't want my great great grandfather's beliefs that are no good in the 21st century they yeah. might have been good in the the, the early 19th century but they're no good in the 21st century to then pass them on to my children 
and then then pass them on to their children. I believe that that's my responsibility yeah. in order to make sure that I stay at the top of my game, but also to help them be the best version of themselves that they can be. Because they're going to collect pretty crappy beliefs all on their own. They don't need any attachments of mine on, <laughs> on, on top of that, you know? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I agree 100%. Cool, cool. Okay, so Phil, can you share how people can get hold of you? How can people find out more about the great work you're doing? Um, I know you've got a book as well, so how can they get hold of that? Um, the floor is now yours, sir. All right. Thank you so much, Jeff. Well, um, I have a website, carsonnatural.com. Uh, they can go to there and find out everything they want to find out about me pretty much. Uh, but uh, all of my media, uh, you know, connections are there as well. Uh, uh, my book is there. My book is also available uh, on Amazon. How to live until you die: the seven keys for living happy, healthy, and whole. Um, it's um, a book that I wrote a little over a year ago, and a lot of my own personal experiences in that book, as well as uh, stories of other people that I've worked with over the years and uh, and seen success with. Uh, as well as practical tips that a person can uh, put to action in their life on a day-to-day basis uh, to help them live happy, healthy, and whole body, soul, and spirit. It it addresses uh, not just the physical, it's not just a health book, uh, so to speak, physical health, but it addresses physical, emotional, spiritual health as uh, as well. <clears throat> and um, so uh, that's available. I have a... Uh, Feeling Good podcast that I do weekly. I have a feeling a um, Feeling Good Fridays Facebook Live broadcast I do every Friday, uh, and uh, all those you know Facebook uh, you know social media channels, uh, all those uh, things I've got out there. They're all attached to my website as well, Instagram and everything. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. It's all at carsonnatural.com. Okay, fantastic. Phil, it just gives me the, the final opportunity just to say thanks very much for joining me, and I wish you the greatest success. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. It's been an honor to be with you today. Take care. Take care of yourself. Thank you. So first of all, just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know that you're out there listening. And it's great to have the emails that I get from you with suggestions about the show and what you think about the show. That's really nice. Really does help me make the show even better. If you'd like to find out more about me and the types of services I offer or my social media links, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.uk. You can also join us on the Facebook page. Just search for Success IQ Podcast. And that's a new page that we've put up that I'm trying to grow and develop. So you can tune in and find us on other stations such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course, iTunes. And if you have the time, it would be great if you could pop over there, leave a rating, leave a review, because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm really looking for. So just to say, I hope you have a fantastic week. I wish you the greatest success and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care.